Oh, it's a great, great turnout so far. A um, lot, lot of members um, decided that uh, they want, they want their voice heard by the, by the club. And why do you feel this is needed now? Well, it's, it's been a, a tough six or seven months for uh, Collingwood members. Uh, it's well documented what happened with the trade period and you know the Do Better report, um, the on-field performance recently. But it goes back probably you know six or seven years now. There's been a lot of member discontent around a lot of areas in the, at the club. So um, it's a cumulative effect. It's, it's become a wave, and as you can see, people aren't happy. We'd like to welcome to the Collingwood rant, David Hatley, who began the petition to spill the board and go to an EGM. Welcome, David. Welcome. Good evening, guys. Well, um, fantastic to be on board. So how long have you been a member of Collingwood? Uh, I would say, well, my badge says 41 years, so uh, it must be 41 years. I can't do years. Can you uh, measure that in grand final losses? Uh, Too many. Uh, about, probably I reckon eight. about eight. Yeah, good business. <laughs> so in that 41 years, you've seen a lot of ups and downs, but this is the only time you've been yep. motivated to start a petition for an EGM. Yeah, well, um, over the journey, yeah, we've, we've, we've had our flat patches where we've been down the bottom of the ladder. I can, I can think of, say, uh, 1982, 87, 99, um, yeah, even uh, even '99. I mean, like uh, you know, Shorey's years it was tough, but um, obviously the the club made the decision to um, you know finish up Shorey's contract at then, and and go um, eventually with Malthouse. So there was a vision and a plan from the board, um, probably at the moment. And this and this is not actually to do with the the current um, uh, playing position or, or ladder position for me at the moment. Um, because I've had issues with the club and a lot of us um, that in my group, Legends members, normal supporters, people online on the, on the fan forums, um, they've, had, they've had issues with the club for a number of years now, even in 2018. So um, I think there were some suggestions by Mark Anderson and Mark Corder that um, we're basically doing this because of um, the situation the where we're two and eight. And uh, really, that's not correct. So it's obviously been building the dissonance for a while. So what finally broke the camel's back? That's going to be my question. Outside of Collingwood's training. Oh, well, what was that you know, unique little moment that made this one different that caused the, the, the catalytic behaviour? Well, it's, it's, it's been a horror six or seven months, really. From the, from the trade period onwards, um, the, the list management, um, the Dane Beams payout... Um, the do better report, um, just how that was handled. Not, not actually the report itself. Like it's probably a, a reasonable concept, but how it was delivered. Um, you know, Eddie's, you know, leaving the way it happened, and then, and then probably just the the the, the final nail for me and and a lot of people was the announcement of um, Bridie O'Donnell as um, the casual vacancy fill of recent times. So, and this is this is not actually. In, in regards to whether she's credible or talented enough, it was actually the process around that and and how she was appointed 
uh, given that she wasn't a, an a actual Collingwood member for the uh, 24 consecutive months, as stipulated. And um, and probably more importantly to me and, and a lot of people was um, her social media um, traffic over the last few years and, and not actually wearing the AFLW Bulldogs jumper. I mean, I don't care if she wants to do that and support support that. That's, that's fair enough. But, but for us, which, which strikes at the court of what a Collingwood supporter is, is to actually mock Collingwood supporters. And, and you know, like people can be critical of the club. We all, we all have at times on social media um, because of poor performance or, or there's something wrong with the club. But actually to, um, to be a board member and, um, and in your past actually outwardly mock Collingwood supporters, and that, that was probably the final tipping point for me to reach out to um, some really good mates um, and, um, yeah, we decided to actually do something. Mark Corder uh, arranged a meeting with you. Um, I assume he arranged it to try and dissuade you from this course. What was the vision he laid out for you to try and deter you from going to an AGM? Um, well, the, the, the meeting we had was, um, you know, the, I think the first, say, 10 or 15 minutes, though, both... Uh, Mark Corder and Stephen Ryler were trying to understand where we were coming from. Um, if I can just stop you, they, so they had no empathy or understanding for why there's any disenfranchisement amongst the supporter base. Um, oh, I wouldn't say that. I think I think they 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 understood they they I think they understood some of it. I think they were more thinking that at where we were coming from was purely the way the the, the ladder position. Um, but I, when, when we had the opportunity to actually explain, you know, like I said about the Bridie O'Donnell situation um, and the, the, member, the membership um, department issues, the, the recent ticketing um, issues that, you know, whilst they're not directly Collingwood's fault, like we pointed out to them that Collingwood as a, as a, as a major stakeholder at the MCG, Collingwood Football Club should be leveraging on that to, get, to provide something better for our members. Um, they didn't. They didn't really see it like that. Um, so they they were of the belief that um, you know they're they're the um, incumbent board. They should um, they should ride this out to the end of February. But um, we said that um, we we would um, get it. Well, we would try to obtain the signatures required for an EGM. Um, we made a commitment to Mark that once once we did that, or once we hopefully got those numbers that. We would actually um, request then another meeting and then um, and see how we go from there. So you didn't talk about any on-field stuff like about coaching players or anything like that. They didn't expect that you're going to come in, deliver ultimatums, and say, "Do this, or we're going to spill the board." They didn't have any sense of trepidation. That no, regard. no. Well, I like um like I I I I think I stipulated to them that um for, for us it wasn't it wasn't about the on field it was it was more about um that the the members had, had that had co- contacted me that they were disappointed that with all these casual vacancies um that they hadn't had a real opportunity to vote on the board now like they've said in the media they keep on saying that um these like these these people when it comes to the AGM were elected by you know by the members but as we know, there's probably only about 400, 500 members that go, and those casual vacancies that when they have been filled over these these last well, you know, eight, ten years, probably for for all these directors, 
they've been in there for six or seven months. They're established. And then when it comes to AGM, Eddie in the past has said basically, well, yep, these guys, anyone, it's just push them through. No one, no, 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 no one, of course, challenges. So whilst technically they are elected, I don't believe they're they're a, they're a true representation of the membership. And given given uh, what happened yesterday, uh, where people were walking up and signing, that that's I think it was a good uh, validation in our in our group's thoughts. All right, so let's go to yesterday, uh, the Port Adelaide game pre-game set up outside gate one. Uh, what was the expectation before people started showing up? Because I know, like I spoke to a few oh. of the other people, I was there myself and. I thought there'd probably be some wariness from supporters or they would um, be unsure about this course. So what was your expectation before people did start showing up? Um, I was probably hopeful that we would get somewhere between three and 400. You know, I was thinking, you know, like, like, like you said, because we'd only launched this last week, you know, you know, it was basically, you know, I think it was Wednesday night that um, I sort of made a indication that um, we might do something and then we properly launched Thursday. So it wasn't really much time until Sunday. So I was probably a little bit, or not sceptical, but I was probably thinking, well, okay, it, it takes some people to sort of normally um, take in that sort of stuff and, and you know, they, to, to actually take the time and, and, and get to the ground. But I, I was literally stunned, you know, when I, when I got there about quarter past 12, people walking up to me, a few people from the cheer squad that knew me and um, a couple other people who sort of vaguely sort of must have seen me from the TV and said, um, oh, where can we sign? And and we hadn't even set up at that stage. So, um, I mean, as, as um, you saw there, um, slide, there was um, great numbers early. So how did you feel the general attitude? Because, I mean, I had a sense that there was real anger amongst the supporter base about the state of the club, again, not on-field, because a lot of people are going to correlate this and just say it's just an on-field thing, and it's obviously not. It's a whole collection of things over a long period, which is just accumulated. And the sense I got was there's a lot of supporters who were really angry about where the club was, wanted to take ownership of the club back, and also were really thankful they were given an avenue to be heard for the first time in 23 years. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I, it, I think the, yeah, that's sort of the, before you answer... I mean, personally, it sort of feels each, yep. each year that we keep going on, that disconnect between you as a member and the club, is, it's a divide that just keeps getting larger. And, you know, you, you feel like yep. you, you, you don't have a say in anything. You're just dictated to. And then, you know, not dictated in a, in a negative or evil way or anything like that, but it's, it's a communication avenue that just goes one way. We give you this, but you've got no right to reply. You've got no say in anything. You think, well, you know, you're a paid-up yep. member. You know, most people are throwing nearly a thousand bucks a year at, at, at the football club to, to sit on a seat and watch some games, but it should be more than that. So how, yeah, you're you right. Um, and how did you find the supporters when they were coming up? Yeah, well, there was, was a common theme that that word that word disconnect and 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 yeah, disconnect, lack of connection, um, lack lack of. Um, a club feel like that. That was that. That were a lot of the a lot of the words used. Um, like I, I was actually, you know, a couple of times quite emotional. Where I had a couple of like, you know, forty or fifty year members pull me aside and, and just say, "Thank you for doing this." You know, they. Yeah, I they saw said, that you know, too. Yeah. We, we, yeah. Um, you know, 
you know, whether, whether you know, uh, gentlemen, ladies, you know, saying that, you know, we 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 haven't got a social club. We 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 want a social club. Like whether it's a win or a loss, we want to we want to be together after mm. a game. Like at the the aside from the COVID, you know, situation, the the glass house has been grossly underused. Um, you know, people complaining the fact that you know that it's been booked out for for private functions on game days when it was supposed to be on game days exclusively for Collingwood Collingwood people. So um, yeah, it was. It, I I I I felt fantastic that you know that these that these Collingwood people had the opportunity to um, express their feelings and um, you know it was quite interesting actually the number of. Um, um, women who came up to me who were very critical of Brody uh, O'Donnell. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people would say, like, a lot of blokes are sexist and don't want f- females on boards. But I can tell you, the vast majority of people who were complaining about her appointment were actually women. So, um, yeah, it's, um, it, it, oh, I think it was a, it was a fantastic day. Um, and then, and I, I say that because, you know, what what we were all wanting out of out of the day was the um the for the opportunity for our members to to put some accountability back on the board and the opportunity to get democracy back and I think we've we've taken some really good steps in the process of doing that. Well, how do you feel about people, particularly on social media, who've been critical of this course, who either feel that you're just an agitator or that there's no grander plan to this other than to challenge the board and spill it, and then we're just going to be left with this vacuum. Oh, well, I like, um, I think I, I was talking to someone from the age today, and um, like Tony Shaw is not in favor of it, Peter Moore is, but mm-hmm. Pe- people are entitled to their opinions. Um, like, we're, we're not saying that you have to sign the petition if you don't. I had, I had a couple of people come up to me and wanted to know what we're all about, and I explained what we were doing. They voiced the opinion that they didn't want to sign, and you know they were, they had their concerns, and I just said, well, that's okay. Like, um, it, what we're trying to do is give give the members the opportunity to actually vote on 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 all the candidates, the incumbents, and anyone who wants to challenge. So, you know, if if if, if people want to be critical, like I I, I haven't re, re, you know replied negatively to anyone on on social media that's had a had had a, a crack at me, whether it's personally. Um, or, or even our cause. So, you know, that's the way I see it. Like, it, it, it's, everyone's entitled to have their opinion. Do you have a preferred candidate to become president? I think it's me. Do you have another, <laughs> do you have a preferred candidate to become vice president after speak? <laughs> uh, no, no, I, 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 I literally want to see who, who's going to have a, have a go at it because um, I like so many of the members, like, um, you know, like Mark Cord has been there for a long time. Um, he might have a completely different style to Eddie. We don't know really. Um, and so I, I'd like to see like a true election, and uh, I'd like to see the guys who are in, who are incumbent what their vision and future is for the, yeah, you know, what their vision is for the future. Um, and also, we had ninety candidates for the last two casual vacancies. Now, I I know some of them who applied. Great candidates. Um, so, you know, let's, let, let's see what they've got to offer. Um, I think a lot of people who are critical, they're worried that, um, you know, someone like me might get in. Like, I've got no interest in being on the board. I've, I think I've said numerous times, I, I merely see myself 
is a, as a conduit for people who aren't happy. And um, you know, I, 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 I'm quite happy to um, to do what I'm doing here and just just sit in sit in the Ponsford stand and hopefully see Collingwood wins in the future because um, that's what we're pushing towards. Certainly. Well, oh yes, yeah, so yeah. I've just got a quick question. Um, earlier on in the piece, um, the anticipated number of signatures are required. I remember seeing that it was only a hundred to trigger an EGM. Um, Eddie went on uh, Footy Classified and said it was. You know, something in the vicinity of fourteen million or uh, four thousand, I think, was the quiet figure he quoted. No, um, the the number settled on six fifty, which was reported by Channel Seven. That's yeah, that's factual. Who who dictated that six fifty number? Did that come uh, from the well, quarter? Or? I think originally, no, no, no. Um, I think originally the um ever the, the assumption was a hundred, but the corporation's law changed, um, and and particularly in regards to Collingwood's constitution. I believe probably about five or six years ago, so that 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 meant that um, it, it went to five uh, percent. So um, I couldn't get a definitive number from the club twice in regards to actually voting club members. Um, so the club, whether they the club, you're saying shockingly, the club didn't really have a gauge on figures or maths. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I don't know whether they'd they'd actually um, you know try to work out the number or they just didn't know, I, to be honest. But so we, we we worked on the basis that it could be up to, you know, worst case, say 15,000 um, voters or, you know, um, members that were entitled to vote. So we're working on 5% of that. And that that sort of gave us the, the 750 number as a, as a high ball number. And I think the media settled on 650. So um, as, as it stands right now, it's... Um, you know, nine around nine o'clock on uh, Monday night, um, um, and at the moment we've um, we've hit the fifteen hundred um, signature mark. So um, the online um, EGM petition, MagpieVoice.com, is actually it's it's rating its head off. It's it's just the traction on it, the 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 hits is going fantastic. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I know. Like. Um... I've had emails and I've had people on social media querying me about how to sign online because they haven't been able to get to the game. Um, so I know, as you said, you're a conduit for all these people and there's a lot of people who felt this. And I really have to commend you. I mean, I've spoken to you previously, but you know, a lot of people complain about the club. You actually went out and did something. And the thing that I actually get really annoyed at and spook on the test that I don't have a really good handle on my temper or anything when it no. comes to conduit. But... People who sort of criticize, or not people, so people who criticize you as just an agitator really have no clue what this is about. And they really have no clue about how much you love the club. You said you're a 41 year member. You show up every week, regardless of win, loss, ladder position, or anything like that. And you really only have interest in the betterment of the club for the future. And that's a lot of people want to see that. And, you know, I, I, it annoys me when you get critics going, oh, well, I expect to win a flag every year or something. It's like, no, we just expect to be an, a constructive club going forward. Mm-hmm. And the stuff we've seen in the last oh, 18 months, I think, isn't constructive. I think we've been a very self-destructive club. What would be your vision for the future? I mean, outside of flags, what do you want to, where do you feel Collingwood needs to go to become a powerhouse again? Uh, the, the, the key element for me is that connection piece again. Um, like I, 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 you know, once, once you know, COVID settles down, I, I want us to have a social club. Like if we're playing a Saturday Saturday afternoon game, have the social club open before the game, 
people can like have lunch, walk over to the G, then after the game, whether we win or lose, get get a past player back there, get a current player there, get a coach there. Um, the people will come. You know, there's so many people who have said that to me that um, you know, it only, only takes you know a, a ten or five minute chat from 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 those type of people. Um, and you know, we saw it a couple of years ago. Tyson Goldsack and Lynn Dunn put put up an event, and 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 the the uh, the glass house was sold out. It was sold out in record time. So the old saying, if you build it, they will come. It, it's that's what's going to happen at Collingwood. Um, you know, I I, I want to see I want to see people. You know, from from all you know all parts of the membership base. Um, enjoy those facilities at the at the, at the Holden Centre, you know. Um, yeah, that's 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 basically it. And and you know the the thing is that I, like hopefully out of all this that we we get board members that actually want to actually engage more with the with the members as well. I pointed this out to um, to Mark and Steve that during during our during the time that we've been um, in the Ponsford stand, I haven't seen one board member mingling with members. In either the Legends Lounge or the Social Club, um, and that and that's basically where I think that they they really don't get it. Like, okay, they've got a they've got their corporate commitments at the Presidents' Lunches and all that, but you know some of those games where we've got an away game where they where they're not in actually having to be there is the the Social Club is still open there. The, the Legends Land is open there. Mix with the members, talk to them understand their, their pains, not just about the on-field stuff, listen to what they have to say. You know, we, I'm, I'm worried really a lot about losing a lot of these hardcore members because, you know, apparently we had a bit of a spike in Legends memberships last year. It's probably more out of commitment because of COVID because the, the, the people just felt like, yep, I've got to support the club monetary-wise because we, we don't want it to go under. And luckily, we're one of four clubs that are self-sufficient. But I look around the I look around the, those seats in the Ponsford stand, and it's it's pretty it's really poor. You know, there's a lot of people that I've known for a long time who have just given up their membership, and I and I, I really feel disappointed because I've spoken to a lot of them, and they've just said, you know, for for me, for well, when I'm quoting them, for me they go that. The, the issue is it's not a club anymore. And and they've just decided, well, I can just sit home, don't have to pay my $950. But I feel I feel for them because I know they would actually like that good environment where it's all inclusive. Mm. And I think you, you touched on this a little bit before. I think some of that um, sleeping passion has been ignited by the, the Bridie situation. And again, I have no qualms with the person being appointed who doesn't support the club. However, the look just wasn't good that you've got someone, as you said, that's just had a history of bagging. It did make me angry when I saw it and it overruled that. Okay. Well, this could be the most perfect fit for that particular role. But now my focus is on the fact that you've just failed to read the room. You've, you're not engaging with the, 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 it's not the rabid supporter base, but that, that passion that drives us, that, that tribal belonging was was put to the task and then um i just i think even the club must have been surprised at the backlash that um the anger that's out there and i don't think anyone was personally directed at bridey it was just the whole look of the the thing it just wasn't good well cl- sporting club is about mm. loyalty so you have a patriotism towards your club so the moment anyone you know it'd be like burning the flag the moment you anyone insults that patriotism or that club's identity 
obviously you're going to be upset. Mm. So it just, I'm actually really surprised that no one at the club just sort of said, let's just talk this through before we make this appointment. Let's see if this is going to work out. And if there's anything potentially on social media, let's maybe just get you... Go and clean your socials. Yeah, go clean your socials or put them all on private. Um, Do you think the board members should have fixed terms? Fixed terms? Yeah. Yeah, I, it's probably it's probably would be a good thing to consider for the future. I mean, I'd, obviously they'd have to um, change the constitution, and and that that would be something that would be good to be put up put up to the members. I mean, like like we, what we've done with this um, EGM petition electronically. Like, there's a lot of these things that, and you know, the, the club can contact members and like throw it out there and say, well, you know, we, we've got an idea for the future, you know, and actually having fixed terms and actually getting rid of feedback. Um, so yeah, I think that would be a great idea. Yeah, I mean, it is an opportunity, especially in the in the digital space now, to to be innovative in that in terms of engagement. And it's not so much about using uh, sending a newsletter out or a or a tweet about someone kicking a football between two sticks. It's about giving that yeah. two way street open access for you to have your say back in. You know, be that whether it's voting on a on an issue or or, or giving input to something. Um, it's got to be opened up two ways, and it's easy enough to do these days. You would think, hope. Yeah. Any final words about Collingwood, EGM, any aspect of the club? No, I just, I just encourage all, all the members that, that haven't um, had their say yet to, um, to get on magpievoice.com. Um, and also before the Geelong game on Saturday, we're, um, we're going to be out, out the front of gate one again, um, collecting uh, paper signatures as well. Um, so, yeah, just um, hopefully we can get a win on Saturday. Uh, but um, importantly, let's um, let's strive forward for um, democracy at the pies. That's it. And just finally, is there a time limit on how long you're going to be collecting signatures? It, uh, well, I think we've indicated that um, Saturday night we'll, we'll uh, be shutting things up in terms of the um, digital signatures, um, and then and then we'll obviously have to collate again all the, the paper signatures and and count up the um, the online ones, and then. We'll um, see where we're at. And then like the commitment we made to uh, Mark Quarter, then we'll um, initiate a meeting with him and whoever else at Collingwood wants to be a part of it. And we'll discuss our, our options going forward. Um, if you you go back to, to Mark and, and, and co and you say, look, we've got X amount of signatures um, and you can't come to sort of any sort of mutual agreement and you want to force the EGM to happen, um, what's the process about what happens next? Is there a lead time before that EGM can be called? Or, um... uh, my, for, I'm, I, I'm, I'm no, I'm not the uh, legal eagle in the in the group. Uh, my, my basic understanding would be that um, we would we would present the the, the petition, uh, whether whether it's um, electronic or paper, to the club. Then I believe at their next uh, scheduled board meeting. Then they would actually table those to the to the rest of the board members, and then I think then I believe then then there is a specified time that then the EGM could be then called. Um, but given given the time frame, I think it could be something like forty days. So depending on when their scheduled board meeting is, I think they have them possibly once a month or might even be every six weeks. So we might find that, you know, it, it could sort of blow out to maybe a two-month process. So what we're, where we're at now is, what, round, coming up to round 11, yeah? 
Yep. So it's going to be more than likely the back end of the season um, that we would have the EGM. And just finally, so you've referenced the group a few times. So there's a lot of thought going on in the interviews. It's not just one person who's impulsively acted. That You're getting counsel from other people about the direction you're taking and your expectation moving forward. Sorry, what was that? What was that last bit? Um, so you're getting also input from other people about your expectation yep. moving forward. So it's not just one person, one aggrieved supporter. You're actually part of a group, and that's no, no, definitely, no. I, I, yeah, I think I think I said this um, yesterday, maybe to the ABC. I said this this is not a case of just just me um, deciding to to push ahead with this. Is it's a a very good um, concerned group of um, people, uh, people who I trust, people who I value, um, value their opinions. Um, they're, they're, you know, been long-time Collingwood members, supporters. Um, they're passionate. Um, they're intelligent. They work in all different areas, um, you know, professionally. Um, they're switched on. Um, they, they know what they're doing. Like, I think I've seen some social media chatter, questioning the validity of some of the people who are, you know, of us putting this ahead. Um, I, I, I wouldn't put myself out there as the media face of this, as it is at the moment, if I wasn't confident in, in the people backing me and um, and helping me out. Like, yesterday was fantastic. Like, the, the support around um, getting all the signatures, yelling out to people, um, there wasn't any dramas with the security. The police come over and, and commended us. Um, the, the, the ability of us to turn around an online s- signature platform or capture, I think, think shows that, um, you know, for, for a humble group of Collingwood supporters, um, we've, we've managed to um, put a pretty, pretty good campaign together in a short amount of time. And I think, it's, I think it shows the, the professionalism Um, of the people that um, we're all dealing with. David, thanks for joining us and thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you. And I just want to ask one quick um, thing though. Um, Mark Corder keeps uh, using the word coup. Um, He said, you don't like coups at Collingwood. Uh, Eddie hates coups. The boot stutter doesn't like coups either. Um, You're happy to assure us um, and our uh, three listeners that uh, this isn't a coup. I... I don't like coups either. I, this is this is no way near a coup. This all this is is gathering signatures uh, to give a voice back to the people to decide who's on the board. There's no coup. I'm 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 not running in there with a tank trying to take over the the Holden Centre. Um, where um, all we're doing is um, gathering signatures and giving our members a platform to have a say in our future. Excellent. Well, it's good we can put that coup thing to bed then. David, thank you again. No coos. Thanks, mate. Done well. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Cheers. See ya. What do you think about this petition to challenge a board? Look, I, I think it's I think it's long overdue. I think the, I think the club needs to be returned to its members. I'm all for this uh, this spill, this EGM, because I believe the club needs to be returned to its members. Let the let the members vote 
on exactly who they want to be representing our club. I think it's long overdue and I'm really pleased with the turn-up. It's going well. And how do you feel about Collingwood at the moment? Rubbish, absolute rubbish, but I think they're exactly where they have been because of the leadership they've had. Look, my name's Vic Nicholas, member 13566. It's all about giving the club back to the members to give the members a say of where the club goes and the direction the club goes. I have no problem with the current board per se. I just want honourable elections to be held to ratify every position. Oh, look, it's just great to see that democracy's back at Collingwood. It was something I was concerned about a decade ago. Um, and, um, and when I was a kid, I remember the days of the new Magpies boardroom stouts. I was 16 years old. And um, I, I, I look forward as a kid to getting involved in club politics because I was crap at footy, so that was all I was going to ever be able to be involved in. Look, this is just, it's long overdue and democracy is important and you should stand up for it. And look, it's imperfect, but it's the best, it's the best system I reckon we've got. The petition is the, the right vehicle for members to have a say. We're meant to be a members um, run club or sort of membership having a say in the election and that's all we want to do is actually have a free election for anyone who wants to run. And why so, do you feel it's the right thing now? It's the right thing now because it's been 23 years since we've had the last election and given the changes that have happened in the club in the last 12 months this is the perfect time to give the members the say and whoever is elected is duly represented and, and it would be legitimate. They'll have a, um, a, a I, um, the, the demand from the members to stand. Well, I feel it's needed. I'm a cheer squad. I don't normally get a vote unless I actually play for social club. But being the cheer squad, we have a code of conduct to follow. We have to follow what the club wants. But at the end of the day, that lady was not voted in properly. And I think that Collingwood needs to stick to their own rules and keep to what members want. Remember, at the end of the day, members are the soul of the club. Well, I think it's a good idea because while I don't really know much about all this stuff, like I don't, I don't think I can follow, I follow it enough. But it is true. We do need to get back to, a, to democratic ways of, of. We need to include members in these decisions. How do you feel about Collingwood at the moment? Look, it's disappointing what's happening, but I bleed black and white my, all my life. I am a die-hard supporter. I always will be. Uh, yes, with this Collingwood petition, this is definitely 23 years in the making. Eddie McGuire had run his race a long time ago. We need a whole new boardroom, whole board overhaul, new ideas, fresh business people and fresh foundations going forward into the future because, to be quite frankly, our fans are not getting any younger and our Premiership glory days aren't getting any younger. The club we are should have much more on-field domination considering how much resources this club has. They should have much more on-field success. We should be like the Hawthorns, winning them every decade, every five years of getting up and winning them. But, uh, um, I wish we could go back to Victoria Park, but that's a different story. What happened to Eddie Maguire was an absolute disgrace. The way he was treated in the end was wrong. Um, the way the board's working right now is just heartbreaking for all of us members. And the way we're getting treated at the moment's wrong. We need more info. We need to make sure that we're going to actually say in the club and the club doesn't go to where they're trying to take it. Cheers.